Welcome to the Uncut 90. I am your host, Dolakbo, with a few special analysts. First off, we have Mandem. Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks. George is here as well. <laughs> Let him hear it. Let him hear it. Hey, let's go, Ennis. Come on. Hey, 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 hey. That's a fucking mess. All right, guys. I'll send. I'll send the link to the um Anthem Delapo if you want to check it out. But Lil Pep in the house, your head-to-head champion, ground up. Javi Ball, Basa, we back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, all right. Thank, thank you for that very long intro. Not sure we needed it. Um, Ernest is here as well. Yo, yo, yo. Ernest wow. is in the building. Ground up, king of <laughs> Europe. Talk to me nice. Yeah, Ernest, you need to learn from George. Like, George's sound actually sounded okay. Like, you're yeah. sounding, like, ridiculous. So, you know, hopefully, you guys can get together and figure it out, you know? Um, and last but not least, Rookie is here. Um, Dolapo, I'm going to have to ask you to limit people's welcomes to, like, three seconds. Because yes. what did we just listen to? <laughs> See, listen. <laughs> I wanted to mute him, but then they'll say that, oh, I'm being biased, you know, like... That you're minimizing people, them. Yeah, <laughs> people always trying to come for me, so I just let him do him. Yes, okay. I have to. If that's my introduction, that's my introduction. Allow me. Like, why are you guys trying to minimize me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, we'll just get this started with pretty much the... The most anticipated game of the weekend. Don't know if it was the most interesting, but definitely the most anticipated. Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Um, yeah, we we were surprised by the results. I think most people were. Most people weren't expecting it to be that one sided. Really? Um, I will start with George. I'll let George start and just you know say all his stuff and you know and talk about the game. Talk about what happened. Give us your reactions. I don't understand why you're telling the people that. It was not the result that people expected. I came on here last week. I told you that you would take four. And you're telling me it's not the result that people expected. <laughs> I only bring it up because a lot of people were surprised by that scoreline. No. I'm not saying that we... Listen, on Uncut 90, we know what we're doing. We know what's going to happen. If you go back to the last episode, guys, go do it. People like me predict that Barcelona will score four. So, so like, it's, it's on the record. Stop. But a lot of people out there were not expecting it to be that one-sided. Myself included. Okay, so I don't. That's a bit contradictory. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right, right, rookie, right. Oh, anyways, um, this game going into this game, like I knew it, right? I knew 
we're gonna beat Madrid four. I told Olafo, I've been telling him this for two weeks straight. I was like, guys, yeah, you're gonna take four. <laughs> I came on here last week. I've been getting predictions of who was gonna score. You understand? Arahu scored, Abamian scored, Ferrantore scored. You understand? So I don't understand why the Lapo, for some reason, is telling us that it's not what people were expecting. Everyone expected it. Well, <laughs> we Barcelona fans expected it. Because, like, when you watch this Madrid team and you watch them against PSG, it's just that Pochettino is just a terrible manager. But, like, PSG should have won this game. Should have won that game easily. And you're playing, you're, you know, like, you, you, you like, you're, you're about to play a Barcelona team that is reborn, revived, and playing entertaining soccer. Like, anyone we face, Xavi has made it his mission to make sure that we beat, the, we beat whatever team 4-0. And then I'm like, yo, like, come on, man. Like, come on. Anyways, let me talk about a game. <clears throat> so when the game started, right, it was one of those games where, like Madrid thought they were about to do something, right? They came, they were, you know, Vinicius got a run in behind, Valverde got a shot off target. Modric was playing false nine. Like, can you believe this? Modric was <laughs> playing false nine. And Shalotti looked at the game and was like, yo, let me play Modric false nine. In the midfield of Pedri, Busquets, Frankie de Jong. Like, guy, I saw the lineup, I was like, okay, maybe Madrid is about to crowd the midfield, right? So if you call the mid- midfield, we Barcelona only has three players in midfield. So if you call the midfield, you know, we cannot play our soccer. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was expecting. But I'm like, even with all the midfielders in the game, they still could not control the game. Like, that's crazy to me. That's just crazy. You guys had, like, what, five five midfielders in that game? Or six? Five or six midfielders, whatever the case was. You still could not <laughs> control the game. I think it was four midfielders. It was five. You still could not control the game. I don't understand. Anyways, guys, I'm just I'm just here to tell you that yo, shout out to Araujo, and an NS player. The guy came in clutch. You know, told you guys he was gonna score. He scored. Abameyang, we got him on the beast free. Abameyang, we got him on the free. He took a pay cut. Like literally, he canceled his contract with Arsenal. Took a pay cut to come play for Barcelona. And then when he scored, he did the Goku celebration. Basically, you know, telling us that, yo, he made a wish and then his wish came through. Do you understand? Mm. Ferran Torres, although the guy does not, you know, typically finish his chances, he always he's always in positions where he gets a lot of chances. Dembele was outstanding. My boy, Pedri, the golden boy, <laughs> the playmaker. Like, listen, better than Modric. You guys are not ready for that conversation. But you also <laughs> how he... Yo... <laughs> You also oh, have boss down midfield. Frankie de Jong. The thing is, I wasn't expecting the Madrid game, you know, the, a classical game to be the first thing on the agenda because I had all the stats out, ready to read it out for Dolapo. But Frankie de Jong, I think he had a uh, 95% passing accuracy. Like, mm. guy, Busquets, the, and the most underrated. <laughs> you all saw him. You all saw what he was doing to the 50 and the 60 and 70 year old players in you all saw what Busquets was doing controlling the tempo of the game in the group chat someone was telling us that yo uh what do you call it Modric owns games how can you compare Modric to uh what's your name Javi 
Modric was nowhere to be found. I can't remember one El Clasico game where Modric played really well. I really cannot remember one. Do you understand? And there's a stat that came out that um, uh, Sergio Roberto has more assists than the whole in El Clasico, right? Has more assists in El Clasico than the whole entire Madrid midfield. This includes Casemiro, Modric, and Tony Cruz. They have they have three combined. Sergio Roberto has five. Guys, I'm just telling you. I'm just hyped. I know you all watched the game. You all saw what Barcelona is capable of with free transfers, by the way. Free transfers. Players that they had to take a pay cut, right? To come to, to come and play for Barcelona. You all saw what we are capable of. I know Haaland was watching. I know he was. Because you know what's crazy? Before, <laughs> before that game, before the classical game, I was watching the Buffon game. I put it on because it's also it's also on ESPN. So I put it on. I was watching it, and you could tell the guy was frustrated with the hmm. way Dortmund was playing because Dortmund should have closed the gap on Bayern that weekend, but they did not. Haaland was making runs. So you could tell his frustration, and I know he watched the Barcelona game. And I know for a fact if you if you watch that game, he will see you know where his career is gonna go if he decides to come. <laughs> <to Barcelona. laughs> he, like if he comes to Barcelona. He will win Ballon d'Or next season. I'm telling hey, you right now. We are creating hey. chances for fun. Like, on this, Ernest, on this slow night, you would take... It was take a very slow night, night, actually. Mm. It was actually a very slow night. You take okay. four. Guy, listen, we are not, I'm not even done. I'm just saying, like, we missed hella chances too, man. Ferran Torres could have got a hat-trick. Aubameyang could have got a hat-trick. Dembele could have got a hat-trick of assists. Like, guys, listen. Bastard. A lot of deserved goals. Bah. A lot of deserved goals. Well, a lot of deserve goals, but we still managed to, you know, score four on the score exactly. night. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Very, two, very two impressive. In the first half, two in the second half. <laughs> yeah, very, very impressive uh, performance. Uh, Ernest, I'll let you come in here. I know you're a Barcelona fan as well. Um, anything you want to add to that reaction from George just about how Barcelona played and how impressed he was by what Barcelona did? Yeah, I mean, so I've been impressed by Barca for a while. Like, it's not now that we started turning a corner. I kept saying, Xavi has done a really great job motivating the players, turning everyone around. Um, the beginning of the season, I felt like we were also very, very unlucky with the injuries. It was well documented. We kept, we had like seven first players missing and it kept, every every game is like one player will come back to be like on the subs bench to start making his recovery and then another player will get injured. I think the last classical we played in the league our right winger was Sergio Dest. And Mengueza was playing right back. And there was no Pedri, there was no Dembele, no Arabo. Like, so it's kind of, it's a bit, it was a bittersweet, it's a bittersweet realization because, like, it's a good squad. But at the end of the day, too, if you look at it, the squad, maybe those things happened for us to see how trash Coleman was because in the end he got fired because he was making excuses with the injuries. I was about to say, like, because it sounds like if you're going to say, like, all of those injuries and stuff, like, I wonder if you're going to give Coleman a little bit of a break to be like, yo, no, he so had a really... No, when Javi came in and we were given the... We were, we were talking about it. It was in a group chat and we even said... I said, like, yeah, he had injuries and all of that, but for you to lose games and come and say, what do you want me to do? Basically disparaging the players. When Yuan Javi came, he had the same injuries for like a good chunk of the beginning of his run, but he was managing to make things work with Abde and them. So we were getting draws, but he was actually making changes and 
pushing stuff forward. So all of that to say, I think we have been doing very well. But going into the game, I knew we'll win. The better team usually wins, and we've been we've been better for a while. Like I've been saying, um, there was just a lot of like funny <laughs> funny moments in the game, like. For Madrid, a team that wears white to come dressed in black, like they knew it was their own funeral. Like, <laughs> bro, that thing was just, it was just sad. But at the end of the day, I think Madrid were pretty lucky because the scoreline could have been, if I was say like, if you had to account for missed chances and all of that, because you don't score every chance, if you had to account for all of that, it could have easily been seven. And this was one of, I don't think I've seen us play an easier game this entire season like the the team was basically in gear one for the entire game they didn't have to turn up or anything uh, garcia was handling whoever was supposed to be scoring the goals exactly I guess, who was he handling <laughs> modric i guess i guess Vinny is supposed to be a good player who can score goals when benzema oh, is there. rodrigo was also trying to play attack for some for some moments i think he missed <laughs> he like sent one shot wide and the commentator said something i wanted to hear like he said Vinny has played 60 games in La Liga and he has scored three goals. You mean Rodrigo? No, not Vinny. Sorry, Rodrigo. Yeah, and then you have Modric trying to prove something from the middle. This guy is literally acting like Pedri's intern for the whole game. Like, the thing was just... It was just it was just pretty shocking to watch. I think it was also a bad commercial for La Liga because these are the league leaders by a big gap. And you're telling me one striker is lost. And you have Luka Jovic on the bench. You have Mariano Diaz on the bench. These are number nines. And they are so lost without Benzema that you have to come and try four different formations. Like, <laughs> so many different formations in one game. So, at the end of the day, yeah, I I knew we were going to win. I got a bit irked by the chances we were missing. But, yeah, it pretty much... It pretty much went according to plan, and yeah, the better team won, and we won by far. It was it was an invasion in the end, and um, hopefully Madrid can do better. <laughs> like when Madrid beat PSG with a three-one, I literally came and put in the group chat that yo, I want us to play Madrid next week. Can we like play them quick? Because I saw it. Like everybody was hyped about the the comeback and all the excitement and the hype, but you could literally see it that like PSG literally lost lost whatever it is they were supposed to do and so i don't know i just hope i just hope basa can not mess it up with the transfers because we have a bad record with transfers let's hope we can renew those who we have to renew and get good players in at the end of the day it was a slow night we missed so many chances that's a mm. slow night and it was mm. poor okay. so yeah good game Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Rookie, I want to like give you a chance to just make a comment. I know you watched the game as well. For those listening, we're actually on Clubhouse watching the game together. Um, as you can imagine, it wasn't a really positive experience for me. But, you know, <laughs> I'm a good sport. I was there. I took it on the chin because that's what champions do. Uh, Rookie, I want to ask you um, for your reaction as a unbiased, not really unbiased because you're biased, but unbiased, wow. you know, objective viewer of the match. Um what was your biggest takeaway and who was your man of the match? Like who impressed you above all? Uh my so my takeaway was just like, wow, y'all really poor. I'm sorry to <laughs> 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 like, 
y'all were so poor um to be honest it didn't even like i didn't even believe you guys were going to score so um yeah i think it's i think it's shocking i don't want to blame ancelotti but you know you're gonna blame huh so this is the thing right and i understand what ernest is saying and like so one guy's out and this is what happens and i'm not saying that you said that but you know last season when van dyke got injured you know you agreed with i think it was myself and george who were saying yo van dyke getting injured shouldn't be the excuse as to why all of a sudden you know the team falls apart and Mm -hmm. they're incapable of keeping a clean sheet they're capable of scoring Right, um it's the reverse here where it's just kind of like you know yes you guys are the league leaders i can't lie i haven't watched too many la liga games this season but you know okay benzema's injured how are you guys taking four you know so that's kind of where my confusion is um Again, I haven't really watched La Liga this season to know if that's just how y'all play or it was like a one-off. So that was my biggest takeaway where it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, these are the league leaders. Yeah, y'all just be PSG, which, I mean, we all watched that game too. It was more so a stroke of luck, if we're being fair, um, more than anything else. Three strokes of luck. Well, again, like we saw what happened with two of those goals. PSG players literally passed it to Benzema, and then it was like boom. He's literally goal. telling people. Um, but for my man of the match, I'm going to go with Alba. And the only reason I'm going to go with Alba is because this guy's had a really tough like season and a half um after he re- after you know he signed that big contract with Arsenal and a lot of people have called him finished this and another questioned his commitment to you know the sport questioned if he was a serious guy and i read that he'd actually gotten a big offer i think from a saudi club and um, he he specifically said that no he wanted to wait for a european club and prove that he could still play at the top level and kind of show everybody that you know all of these things that you're reading or all of these things that are perceived about him are not necessarily true. And uh, so shout out to him. I'm going to go with him as a man of the match. Yes, he missed a couple chances. That guy could have scored four goals yesterday. Um, but you know what? I'm going to shout him out because he ha- he wasn't playing consistently, um, you know, at Arsenal this season. And it's been a, it's been a rough ride for him. And I feel like he's gotten a lot of hate. So... That's my man of the match. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I think Aubameyang definitely was... I mean, the whole Barcelona team played well. Uh, you can yeah. pick anyone. Really, they played very, to. very... Exactly. They played Except very, Eric Garcia. Very well. You cannot pick Eric Garcia. Let's be honest. I don't know what Ernest was trying to do. That was annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> you to Eric Garcia. Make it tired. Yo, right? The no, guys, don't don't like, annoy me, what? please. Yo, Eric Garcia, like, 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 stop it. Because I don't want to hear it. Why don't you just say Ter Stegen was the best player? Like, it was actually Couture. I mean, Couture did what he had to do to help. Last point I want to make on the game, and <clears throat> we'll move on to another game. Or actually, I'll let Manem give a comment on this game if he has anything he wants to add. I do think that, you know, Rookie kind of hinted at Ancelotti, and she said she didn't want to blame him. And, of course, the blame is never 100% on one person. 
but he takes a lot of the blame because to earn his point, like one player, two players are missing, but you know, left back, that was figured out as well as it could be. But if your striker is missing, like you don't have to like to the point, right? I really like the Liverpool comparison of last season where Van Dyke was missing and then Klopp started doing like crazy things. He was playing midfielders as defenders when he had defenders. Um that's basically what Ancelotti just did. Like he played he took Modric out of position to play him in a position that I've never seen Modric play as a false nine. So I don't think that was a good idea. And then at halftime, he made changes that just somehow made everything worse. Like, you know, it's one game. We're not going to overreact to it. But, yeah, I was uh, very shocked at how easy it was, for sure. Like, even if Barcelona is on fire, like, it sh- you know, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. That was crazy. Um, Mandem, you have any final comments in the Madrid-Barcelona game? I mean, from a neutral point of view, man, I was entertained yesterday. I I had I had a blast. I I just didn't expect that to happen, because you would realize that at a point I was like, how did PSG get eliminated by this Madrid team? Yes, Benzema was there, but then like, how did they even put the game together? Because it was like clueless. Like Madrid was just like clueless yesterday. I thought you guys were playing some like third division Madrid or something like that. Because the jersey threw me off in the first case. In the first case, the, jersey the jerseys were kind of sexy, off. though. Trinidad kids, Trinidad. Oh my god, don't use that word. The jersey, <laughs> no, the jersey was it sexy definitely for wasn't. Sure. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, right? Like you, you just mentioned about Klopp doing something like that last season, and then Ancelotti doing the same. Like unlike Ragnarok from United, who didn't even have strikers <laughs> to start with, and then try to play Bruno false nine, like. You have some people that you could actually trust in in that Madrid team, you know, to put them over there and utilize Modric to the fullest of his capabilities, right? Uh-huh. But then you didn't do that. So you've already neutralized one player plus a deficit. So that's a minus two going into the game. So overall, I would give a lot of props to uh, Xavi. I think he's doing a great job. And yeah, Barcelona might just be having a turnaround. I wish I could say same from United, but... Hmm. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. We're not gonna be strong. It's coming. Yeah, but they've been waiting for. Over wait, what you feel like giving up? I believe. I believe. I believe. I always believe, man. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I think we've you know Madrid Barcelona Barcelona fans. I hope you're happy. Twenty minutes we spent talking about the game. I don't want to hear any nonsense. You don't right? want to talk about Vinny. Um. What do you want to talk about Vinny? What What do you want to say about him? The like, game, the dive. I really, like, come I on, really, bro. I really, I really thought that should have been a booking, fam. Like, <laughs> yo, get out of here! Like, How many times do we see them actually book players for diving? They a lot of times they just let it go. No, so my thing is like, if you if you are one on one like that and you fall down and you're shouting at the at the keeper, that means you're insinuating that you didn't trip, and they they are supposed to book you if if that if like that's not the case. You're supposed to get the yellow. That was just confusing to me, and also. Like, why he chose to not shoot that. Because I actually thought that was a very good chance. It should have been a goal. I mean, all yeah. he had to do was... Vinny is fast. He just had to go to the right. I don't know why he went inside he, he just, instead he of just, outside. He just, like, like, he just put your foot under, lift it to the left. South Americans finish like that all the time. Like, I don't know why he was... He's not... I mean... He's not there yet. He's not that... We, we know that... We know that... that yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what that showed is that he still has some room for improvement. We know that Vinny's biggest weakness is finishing. He is like when good. he gets that chance, he overthinks it. And yeah. for so he hasn't been scoring as many goals as he was in the beginning of the season. So I think his like 
goal scoring confidence, whatever you want to call it, is not as high as it was. And you saw that because he was trying to get a penalty instead of just trying to score, which was probably the easier option. Yeah, um, that was good. We, we need to yeah. talk about Nacho, bro. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell was going on over there, bro? <laughs> Listen, Nacho is not a natural left back. I think he did okay. Like, he wasn't the reason that we considered four goals. The reason we considered four goals was because there was no midfield. Like, well, I don't Arrafo know how right there was back, no midfield. Yeah, I'll, I'll there was you know. no midfield. Rafa is not right back, but yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you have Yo, it. Yo, listen, I wasn't even. Nacho was not my problem in that game. So, bro, come on. The Seriously. Goal, the first goal was legit. Then Bailey <laughs> stopped. So, I, mean, I think I agreed with you that we've wasted a lot of time on this game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done. Please allow it to talk. Like, uh, I have to keep talking. I'm I can if you had you your way, if you had your way, George, we, we talk about this game for the next three yeah, hours. Yeah, no, no, no. Listen, so we're definitely, we're still definitely, um, we're definitely gonna come back to some can elements you minimize of this him, game. Please? <laughs> we're gonna come back to some elements of this game. I do want to talk about one other game. Um, there weren't really that many games that we would care about. Um, but Tottenham played West Ham. They beat them 3-1. Pretty emphatic score line. Um, Mandem, I'll start with you. What was your big reaction from that game? And, you know, do you think Tottenham has a chance to make top four? Looking at the table, they clearly do. Because people who are supposed to stamp that position haven't done so. Who's supposed to stamp that position? But they always try to creep United and San Diego. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. I don't know why George United is not trying to let me talk <laughs> in the sense talk, that... Talk, talk, them talk, talk. What I'm trying to say is that United, coming into this season, starting off, <laughs> had a better chance at making top four than Tottenham. Oh, of course. As Everyone had seen. United in their top four. Some exactly. Them, so what I'm saying is the people who are supposed to stamp that position are unable to do so. It's actually a dig towards United. I'm not trying to sneak United anywhere. It's a dig to let them know that you're not doing what you're supposed to do and now you've leveled the playing field for Tottenham to stand a chance. So it, it's it, it can happen. It, it, I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if United doesn't make top four. I will not be surprised. <laughs> I hope they make it, but I will not be surprised. So that being said, Tottenham, if they continue on this form, you know, after losing to United, if they continue this way, there'll be problems. It's going to go to the wire. It's going to go down to the wire. Like, literally, last game of the um, the league of the season for us to know what's going to happen. So, yes, I'm not going to rule Tottenham out at this point. They played a nice game, really good game. Most people, Captain Kane, um, Kane did his thing. Uh, Son did the damage as usual. So you can tell that if these two guys find their feet like they are doing now, it's it's going to be disaster, disaster, disaster again. So I, yeah. I believe they stand a chance. I, I'm not going to rule out Tottenham at this point. Just yeah. because some people that are supposed to kill this a long time ago aren't able <laughs> to do it. That's it. <laughs> you know, Ernest, I want to ask you as our, you know, our Tottenham fan here, you know, today's your day. We're celebrating Ernest and Is the teams he? that he, he supports. Yeah, yeah, he adopted them. Um, okay. I know last episode we talked about this game. We predicted it. We I remember telling you West Ham was going to win because Tottenham can't win two games in a row. And they finally win two games in a row. I, I, I remember, I think after the game, they actually asked Son about it. And it was like, yeah, it's been a while. Um, but, you know, what impressed you the most about that result? What impressed me the most? Um, I, think, I think West Ham were... A bit hangover from the Europa game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. 
So that worked in our favor, definitely. We had such a long break, and you've been seeing it all the time with Arsenal having such a great season. They're not playing games. Mm. They're just getting so much rest, and it showed. We looked so we looked so fresh. Like Kulusevski for the first was it? No, it wasn't the first goal. Kulusevski set up some one on one chance for somewhere he hit the bar, and he's not the fastest of players, but he managed to use like his intelligence and play a one two with Kane, and in the end he was almost in a foot race with a centre back before he cut it back, and they just it looked like West Ham's defense was in slow motion, like they just couldn't keep up. Same thing with um, the second goal where Kane sprayed the two ball in for Son. He was just Zuma caught him. That was a great pass. Zuma caught the run late, but like you just, they just, it just seemed like they were a bit stretched. So, I guess the impressive part was the same old Kane Son combination. From this is what thirty nine combinations. That's more than that's that's basically like pro club me and George. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> but, Speak your truth, bro. Little Pep and Ernesto combination. 39 goals in the league combined and like combined assist goals combinations. And that's that's just pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, I also thought we showed some good resolve. Last last episode, when you said Spurs won't win because they're coming back to back, I actually agreed with you. And um, when Ben Rama equalized, when Ben Rama pulled one back to make it 2 1, I was. Pretty sure we are going to drop the points because that's <laughs> where that's that spares us bread and butter, hmm. and it looked it looked like that for them to keep their composure, not concede, and what's it called? Even find one at the end, it was it was pretty good. And um, shout out to everyone who captain Kane, and that was that was that was a good this was a good FPL week too. So yeah, yeah, I think like everyone captain Kane. Um, Rookie, I'll come to you and we'll move on from this game. Um, Tottenham, West Ham, any comments? Um, yeah, it was an entertaining game. I think for me, the biggest shock was kind of seeing how easy it was for Tottenham to kind of slice through the midfield. Um, yeah, West Ham midfield was not like Declan Rice was by himself. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like Declan Rice also like didn't have the best game, but you know. Like Ernest touched on, after 120 minutes on Thursday, it's really difficult to come in and play. You know, it's not like they were playing Norwich. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think that although West Ham had a good game, I don't want to take away from Tottenham because they played really well. Um it's kind of shocking to see how quickly Kulusevsky has made an impact on that team. Um, you know, and for me, I really hope that the board is paying attention to what Conte has done and they back him in the summer because the players that he's brought in so far have actually, you know, kind of revamped the way that team was looking prior to the transfer window. Um, and hopefully he can get rid of the scrubs on that team and actually build the squad to what he wants it to be. Um, I don't think it's going to be impossible for them to make top four. I think it's going to be really interesting, especially the (laughs) North London Derby. That'll be, I think that game is, that's going to be, I'm expecting to play each other. Yeah, they still have to play each other. I'm expecting a red card, man, or yeah, maybe more than one. It's going to be There's no way that Tottenham loses to Arsenal. Like, 
All they'll I, lose I don't to anyone, but not Arsenal. I think can, Listen, I, I don't know who's losing. I just know it's going to be ugly. There's going to be fights. It's going to be a red card somewhere. You think um, Arsenal's about that life? <laughs> fights? They'll get red card, but they won't fight. Uh, you never know. I feel like you have a couple of hotheads on that team, That's especially saying, with yeah. it being, you know, their their <laughs> North London rivals. But, um, yeah, shout out to Tottenham. They played a good game. West Ham, they're looking at Europa again, man. I don't really see them making top four. They're trying to win honest. Europa and go to Champions League. I think that's their priority now. Which, 100%. you know what? That makes sense. And I, I mean, think who has, who, who's left should. in Europa? Just Barcelona, more or less, no? I feel like yeah. Barcelona is their biggest threat, to be honest. Rangers are pretty good, too. There's I think they can take West Ham. West Ham should be Rangers. There's also yeah. Crivena, Yeah, I've been learning about these things, man. Crivena, Zvezda. <laughs> yeah, I think Crivena. Leipzig is still in there. I forgot about Leipzig and Atalanta. Okay, it's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, there's there. some decent teams to like that can pull us pull a shock on a random day. Yeah, I think I always have an excuse because Barca actually played that Thursday. I guess maybe just I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you st- you should still get tired from playing on Thursday. It's, it, it I mean, I think I think it depends. I think a lot of it, like West Ham isn't that deep, like, right? And they're dealing with injuries too. Like yeah, Bowen is out. I do a lot of subs actually. Bowen is out. They have a couple other injuries. Um, Antonio came off injured the game prior to Thursday, so I feel like he's just playing, but he's not at full fitness. Yeah, yeah but they um, subbed him early. Football, like, yeah, I think. The thing Rookie said about Conte, the board backing Conte and mm-hmm. giving him money for the transfer and stuff out, I want to get people's opinions on that too because I think it's a very dicey question. Do you back <laughs> this guy and basically give him the blank check? I mean, Tottenham is pretty much in debt. So, I mean, give him as much money as you can and tell him build a team around where you know how Conte moves. And you even saw it before things... I mean, things haven't even started going well. But I even saw it earlier this season. This guy won one, and then he went and lost another one. And then he's basically saying, I, "Yeah, I need to talk to the board. I can't, what am I supposed to do with these players?" Like that was very, that was a very like weird thing to see a coach do so early in the new team. Yeah, listen, so, Conte is like. Is, I feel like the caliber of coach that Conte is. First of all, like if they don't back him. And then he's just gonna leave. If you don't back him, he's gonna leave. Right. He's, he's gonna leave. Who do you problem. who do you bring in? I think he's already trying to leave. That's my Conte problem. is always I trying to leave. The guy is like, listen, Conte cannot last anywhere more than like three seasons. That's just first of all. So you right. already know but that. The, and the this season as well, comes I feel one. like he's doing this to kind of threaten them to back him. Yeah. I don't think he's like genuinely trying to leave. Yeah, I agree with Not you. right oh, now. He's always, right. Yeah. He's always trying to leave, but I think he's saying these things to try and get the backing in the summer so that they're more like, oh shit, what do we do if he leaves? Guys, would, you, is- would, you, would you guys be... So like, the, I'm looking at this whole PSG thing. The way this thing is playing out, right? It doesn't look like Pochettino is going to be there next season, right? <clears throat> I'm not even pushing on the agenda. I'm just saying. They're gonna he's come. not coming to my United, though. Why? Why don't you go him at United? He's not going to United. Why? Come on. Do you guys so, are trying listen. to solve problems. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, Why let me are we make talking my about point. United again? I know. Yeah. I, 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 I keep problems. telling you guys. Bandem just keep... But since everything he says, somehow he's 
find a way to link it to United. <laughs> but what I'm you you were you just fell into that trap right now. Yeah, because you were, saying, you were going to say you always bring it up. But what All I was right, going to say let's, is like let's I'm, look, skip, let's skip that. I'm looking at this PSG space, right? I feel like they're going to fire Pochettino. It's going to happen, right? Oh, absolutely. And, It'd be foolish if they didn't. Yeah, and if they fire the guy, you're looking at like at this point, I don't think any big team is going to hire him or like you know i mean if he united, keeps getting linked to madrid bro i don't think madrid is gonna be that stupid and hire him if they do then thank god right yeah thank god <laughs> for like, us all that's like five or three more league titles for um barcelona but <laughs> five or three more right? <laughs> you're gonna win all of them in like one season it like but i'm just saying it's gonna set you all back for like three to five years that's basically what i'm saying yeah but yeah i'm just saying like i feel like Okay, this whole content then, mm-hmm. right? Let's even assume like there's a there's a lot that could happen this summer, and I could see Conte moving on from Spurs this summer. Assuming, let's say, like there's so many uncertainties, right? Let's say Haaland does not go to Man City, right? Then Man City now needs a striker. They're probably gonna go in for Kane if they don't get Haaland, right? <laughs> if they're now going for Kane, now I see Conte doing the same thing he did at Inter Milan. You understand where he would just walk away from the team because he lost his best player. Do you understand? And now when he leaves, now the job is you know vacant over there. Pochettino can slide in. Like you know, a lot could happen. I just don't see. It's like a lot could happen this summer, and we have to wait till the summer to even um, have an idea. Yeah. Of yeah so the point Judge made, like you do, if do a lot of ifs in there, like I think Haaland is like I'm like what cannot happen according to I think to Haaland is definitely going to City and all that stuff, but like there was just a lot of a lot of permutations. But I think the point he landed on, which is what I was trying to ask you guys, is I a coach like Poch who is more of like okay, I'm coming in, I'm working with what I have, and then I'm gradually going up, which is basically what he was doing with Spurs, which was going well. That is somebody I'll be more inclined to opening my bank account with and doing a whole project with, as opposed to a Conte who, like Dolapo said, they're counting half a season as one season and three is your max. And you've already like dropped some bombshell interviews, almost looking like you're about to leave the next day. If you're now coming to buy his players and start adopting that formation and there'll be some marquee signings to go with that. And let's look at the return on investment. Like how much are we expected to see within the, let's say, one more season that we have of Conte? Is he going to all of a sudden win as the FA Cup, win the Carling Cup? Oh, I don't think Yo, but the thing the thing with Conte, I'll, I will say, is I'm one of those people that hates on Conte because I just, I hate the instability of changing the manager every two, three seasons. Like, when you already know that going in, like, that's not a good setup. But the guy always wins, right? Like, the guy is going, like, he's going to do something impressive. I don't know what it's going to be at that team, but he's go. you guys are going to compete. Like, you're going to compete for a top four. You're going to compete for the league next season. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Like, he's going to do really well while he's there. The problem is, what's the team going to look like when he leaves, when another manager has to come in? But I think that if you look at Inter Milan right now, they're doing pretty well. Like, they... They should be doing even better than they're doing right now. But, like, the team is not trash. Like, they have decent players. They were able to, quote-unquote, recover from him because he had some younger players that he left there. So, it's kind of like 50-50. You have to commit to him, but don't 
understand that he's going to leave in two seasons, so don't give him everything that he wants, especially when he starts asking for old players because he's definitely going to try to bring in Vidal. Like, that's his favorite player in the world. Like, no matter what, he's going to bring in Vidal and be like, we don't need Vidal. So, yeah, should be interesting to see. Um, Real quick, we already kind of started going down this path, so I have a game that I want us to play, right? This game is going to be called Impact Sub. You guys know the concept of impact sub, right? Impact sub is someone that comes in and changes everything, changes the momentum of the game, you know, blah, 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 blah. But we're going to... Super sub. Yeah, super sub, whatever you want to call it. So the way this game works is I'm going to give each person, right? I'm going to give you a, a, a player or a manager, and I want you to tell me what club that they can go to and they can have that kind of an impact um, for the club and for themselves. So these are players that are probably struggling where they are right now. Um, think Aubameyang, right? Aubameyang at Arsenal... Look like trash. Look like he's giving up on playing. Um, he goes to Barcelona. Now he looks like, oh, he's always been good. Nothing ever changed. Really? Um, so like you guys understand the concept, right? We're going to go now. Rookie, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to start with the manager, Pochettino. Okay. Where do you think Pochettino goes? <laughs> right now, do you think, yo, Pochettino goes there? Like, yo, Popo, yeah, he's Wait, lit. You Popo. said he goes where? Anywhere you tell me where he goes. That's oh, okay. that's a question for you. All right. Hmm. Where does he go? Um, I could see him. Hear me out. Everton. Everton. Hmm. First thing he probably has to do he has to sell Richarlison, right? <laughs> I hear United one with Allison. Agenda. United one with Allison. I I can literally send you the article right now. I have it. I have it saved. As if we don't have enough. That, yeah, that would make zero sense to me. Yeah. Okay, I'll send it. I'll send it right now. Yeah, I, I could. I could see him going to Everton and succeeding. You know, um, Spurs are what they are today. You know, a big part of that is, you know, thanks to Pochettino. Obviously, mm-hmm. he had the benefit of. Harry Kane, but you know, he as found Harry as, Kane. Or give him the credits. As much as we knock uh, Pochettino right now, I mean, he really hasn't done himself any favors. If we're being fair, I could actually see him, you know, taking the time to nurture the uh, younger players at Everton and kind of building it back up into a solid mid-table team, rather than whatever it is they are right now. Yeah, struggling. No. See, so, that's yeah. the rookie. That's the kind of manager he is. Like, yeah, that's what no, I'm no, saying. He's not. I, he's not built for the big teams. He's not built I agree. for like um a bigger club like, superstar. Why are you saying this? Like I'm over here. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I've been saying know? this for like six years now, and it seems like it's now that people are realizing that that is the kind of manager he is. So it's like yeah. I don't know. I just had to. Make sure. No, you just have to tell us that you think that you deserve credit. And right. You're not, exactly. any, you're not getting any credit here. Um. All right. Thank you for that. So, Pochettino goes to Everton. Uh, yeah. Ernest, next one is for you. Dybala at Juventus. The guy, I don't know why he's still there. I thought he would have gone since. And they seem to just be ready to move on from him. I believe I read something where they said they're not renewing his contract no matter what. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's free to go. Mm-hmm. So, where do you think he should go? Like, if you're his agent, where should he go? I mean, if you're a free agent and you come to Barca, you're basically a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy is young, but no, we don't, we don't, we're not taking center forwards anymore. That project has been horrible. And even without Messi, a center forward doesn't work. So no, it's not Barca. I would give him to. Actually, this could be very interesting. I could give him. 
I'll start with three and I'll narrow it down. So <laughs> I was thinking right. Sevilla, Atletico okay. Madrid, and okay. the third one was AC Milan. Mm. The reason I say Atletico Madrid is they have a culture of having really, really solid nines to complement their, their, their like rigid style. But now I feel like it's becoming too much, and they already have Joe Felix in that ten-ish, like non-physical flair yeah. type attacker, and they really have they have Griezmann. Them, I think the attack is even becoming a bit too much for them to keep up keep up with but that that's an interesting experiment but just for who they have already i'll say it's not the right time yeah he wouldn't play sevilla could work pretty well because they <clears throat> they do have they do have a pretty fluid style of play they tend to attack pretty fast and the bala the sit in that 10 almost almost a false nine at times and they've shown that they have a good base they have the, what's his what's his name? The guy with anger issues, Kunde. Kunde, <laughs> Kunde Diego Carlos. That's a Popo player, by the way. Yo, bro, Popo, where did his anger issues come from? I did not know this. I didn't know that either, man. All but, of a sudden, know, this guy is there. I like, like it. <laughs> he's he's running with the boy. You touch him, and he's come to beat you. Like, what are you <laughs> gonna happen? It's it's football. <laughs> so like, yeah, the guy really shocked me. Uh, that's an aside. So, I think they have a really solid base defensively. And he can have the license to go forward. It's either that or AC Milan. So, okay, I would put him at AC Milan. Final, slightly over Sevilla, just because he's used to the he's used to the league already. Hmm. And AC Milan have been turning a corner for a while. They also renewed what's his what's his name. They got Theo Hernandez to commit to a long term contract, which. He was pretty much in demand. He was one of the hottest prospects at left back. And he he committed to stay. So one of the best in the world right now. Yeah. So they have something in that, and just to keep the fire burning, there will be an open space for him in attack. You can walk right into it. You know the league. Yeah. Basically, Juve, their rivals, who let you go. Time to like show them what they're missing. Hmm. So hmm. I think I think AC Milan would be the best for him. Okay. And he's also a free transfer. And they don't have money. Yeah, no, I actually like that. Like you picked some really good teams. I'm impressed. Very I'm impressed. A scout and an analyst. <laughs> uh, Mandem, it's your turn. Uh, Paul Pogba, where should he go? Oh man, Labio. I didn't think this was going to be something I'd be breathing hard on. Mandem is crying right now, man. Hey, I don't get why you think it should be that easy. Hmm. I mean, everybody's expecting him to go back to Juve, but is that where he's supposed to be going to? I thought people were saying he was going to PSG, but... I mean, so, Mandan, where do you think he should go? It's not about people, it's about you. Exactly. So, uh, I'm wondering why other students in the classroom think that I should solve the question they want to solve. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, Pogba, I'll send him to Madrid. <laughs> why? We don't want him. Y'all need this. You don't. You, you are just a personal entity. <laughs> You have no shares in Madrid. <laughs> I'll send Pogba to Madrid because um, I feel like 
uh, Madrid, despite whatever, they still have that, you know, wow factor with them. It, it's, of course, it's Real Madrid. And any ambitious player who has the qualities that Pogba has will go over there and feel like it's a new challenge. So let me step it up a notch. Because Pogba is not a player that you say he's not good. Mm. He has everything it takes to become a great player. So maybe he needs that new challenge. And I wouldn't send him to any other team that is like, you know, struggling or just, you know, floating above the water levels like that. Because PSG has all those stars in there and they're having their own problems right now. I mean, they're definitely going to win the league, but they're not an attractive package. You put PSG down, you put Real Madrid down, anybody that wants to have a solid, you know, future in terms of football, have some history being made, will choose uh, Real Madrid. No cap. So that's why I'll send him to Madrid instead of PSG. Because I feel like it will be a, you know, a different environment, different attraction, heavy, huge, classic history for him to, you know, just fuel him to get to the kind of player that he's meant to be. Hey, you know? you're, you're getting me hype. I think I like it. I think I like it. That's and you know what, what I'm, I'm just saying, thinking bro. too? If he comes with Mbappe, the French connection, like, no, no, you no. You see what I'm saying? I'm seeing it. I'm you, seeing you see him Mendy. Oh, my God. I'm ready. Oh, the haircut and the celebrations, bro. He'll be hyped. Yep. You know, he's, he's one of those, you know, generation guys that get pumps off that kind of adrenaline. All right, the atmosphere alone in, you know, the Madrid stadium will just take that guy onto a different level. It'll be like new energy, you know what I'm saying? Hey, no, 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 no. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Let's go. Let's go. Lapo's about to go inside. Yo, Lapo, send this this voice note to your guys in in Madrid, man. They know what to do, bro. Yo, listen, if it's a free and a Wait, what'd you say, Rookie? I said you're composing an email to Perez right now. Oh, come Let's on, man. Go. The biggest thing is voice, Pogba has to come in, and if he's ready to work hard, we'll give him a chance. We'll give him a chance, you know? Equal opportunity over here. Um, hey. George, it's your turn. Uh, Lionel Messi. Where does he have to go to get a pop in? <laughs> hey, yo. You're actually where Messi has to go to do what? To get a pop in, to get it lit. <laughs> but you asked everyone like interesting stuff. Ah, I think the Messi right. one is very interesting. <laughs> what kind of student is this? Like we just heard, we literally just heard Mandem say like PSG is not really the club you want to be like for the legacy type stuff. So of course, right. I think it's really interesting. Like where would he go if he wanted to leave PSG? All right, let's look at PSG right now. All right, they're lost. All right, yeah, they're like management up there, the hierarchy on top. Like you know the players they have currently. Like, these guys are, like, misfits. Like, they are lost, all right? Neymar is not even performing. I'm hearing they want to even cancel his contract. Mbappe is trying to go to Madrid, which is possibly, is possibly going to happen. Messi never even saw himself playing in Paris to begin with, right? I still think the guy is, like, you know, he's, you know, he's still, like, you know, sad. He's still, like, uh, Aww. he's still, um, I don't think he's still going over the fact that he's playing for a different team, a whole different culture, because he's been in Barcelona since the guy, he was like 13. He's never left. And this is like a huge cultural change for him. Um, <clears throat> do I want him to stay at PSG? Yeah, I want him to stay one more season at PSG, right? 
if Pochettino is not going to be the manager. I don't mind if he stays one more year at PSG. Um, because, like, when, you know, Barcelona decided to sell him, you know, PSG was the only team that he saw. You know, I think PSG, PSG has been trying to sign him since, like, 2012. Since, like, just do them the honors and, like, give them one good season, right? And then you can dip. But also... um Zalapo, you've traumatized my guy, man. Nah, but <laughs> nah, this he literally re- repeated Messi in class. He has repeated Messi in class. He has to stay. No, no, and also with that, like thinking about the way Barcelona, because my tell is right. I like if Messi leaves and he goes to Barcelona right now, right? He's gonna be comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's gonna start delivering numbers, and then the haters are gonna come out and be like, "Oh, he can't do it in another league," mm. right? But mind you, if you watch, if you really watch PSG, like I've seen a couple of games, if you watch PSG, you can tell that Pochettino is using the guy as a number ten, like almost as a midfielder. You understand? He's not put finding himself in situations where he can score. He's almost like creating chances. That's basically his um job at PSG right now. But people who don't watch or see that will then tell you that oh the numbers are this and this and that. But it all boils down to the manager how the guy is using him. You understand? So I want him to stay there one more season, just under a new manager, like a Zidane. Let's say Zidane takes over PSG, right? We're gonna see a better, a better version of Messi, like a, a more, like you know, a Messi that's gonna score goals and also assist, not just like, you know, just assist and like you know, try and connect an, an average midfield with, you know, like a world class um attacking, attacking mm. um, uh, talent. You understand? So. If you if you if you ask me, I'll say okay, fine, just stay one more season. But if agenda, you know, if the agenda guys are not going to come and say, oh, uh, Messi cannot do another week, I'll take him in Barcelona with a heartbeat. Like you know, just come back to Barcelona. Will he, will he make it into your starting eleven right now? Guy, it's it's messy. Like what? Like come on, guy, come on. Let's not do this. It's messy. Okay, I, I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't think it's that simple. So overall, Arnest, do you Messi think he makes it into your eleven? To be able to perform, you would have to change the entire setup. But I think, I think his like the net gain will be better. So Javi would have to rethink the whole thing. No, it's, so not, long story it's, short, not, it's not even that. Long story short, it's not even that. Can, listen, listen. They would have, have to change the whole system. But I long think story short, he just have to be in Barcelona to be Messi. No, listen. That's, no. <laughs> that, that's not the answer. Me, no, personally, no. if you ask me the question, I'll say I'll say he should go to City. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Well, City, City could work too, but like I don't think like uh, actually. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't stay in PSG, let him go to Man City. Why? Actually, yeah. Enes, that's a very good point. If he doesn't oh stay God. in PSG, I don't Show even know. Working. I don't, don't even, just say a very good point. Show working. No, I don't even know. Because you answer this question. Hold on, hold on. I don't Show even working. know. Like, to be honest, when Barcelona decided to terminate his contract, I really thought a guy would go to the EPL. Right? I really thought Man City, Pep would do everything to sign him. So, so but, George, the, when the, what's it called? When he wanted to leave after the A2 season, and <laughs> and what's his name? Bartomeu, which I think is actually is interesting because Bartomeu was basically like Machiavellian in that sense. He like held him against his will, and in the end, he ended up wanting to stay. Yeah, so I think it's kind of fucked up, but it's not. Yeah. But Man City was the one. Man City was the destination, yeah. and then when that fell through, they already went and signed Grealish, and then they had a package working on with Kane. Yeah. 
So it happened so suddenly that PSG were just in the right position and he had to make the move. I don't think City could have rearranged France right after Grealish, but I think he would have done it and reunited it. Yeah, I also read, like, you know, before they signed Grealish, I think even before the season, um, before they announced that Messi was going to leave Barcelona, um, Man City went, you know, the... The, I can't pronounce his name. The guy who worked in Barcelona and went to uh, Man City. He went to, I read that he went to Messi, asked them, you know, if he was like, you know, going to like renew. And then he said, yes, he was going to renew. But I think, yeah, PSG would have been the ultimate destination. But like, as you said, I think if he doesn't stay in PSG, he should go to Man City. Why? Because the EPL, right? The EPL, we see what they're <laughs> doing to Ronaldo. Ronaldo has to perf- give him like, what? Three, four good games, and then all of a sudden he's legendary. I want Messi to go in there. People like Rookie was here telling me that Messi cannot, he doesn't have the physicality to go against the likes of Benley. I'm like, yo, guy, what? But yeah, I want him to go to the EPL just to prove to people like Rookie and all the people who are saying, oh, he doesn't like guy, the guy plays in Copa. How long did it take you to? figure this out. No, and the thing is, I was thinking like, okay, same PSG. No, 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 no. No, I was thinking, I didn't mean see P- I didn't mean see PSG because like, I didn't mean see like Man City because I'm like, I'm a Barcelona fan, I'm a Messi fan. If it doesn't stay in PSG, automatically come to Barcelona. You understand? Hmm. But the fact that I'm now looking at it, I'm like, the fact that NS also brought it up, I'm like, yo, it will make sense for him to go and go prove himself in the EPL. Not even prove himself. Just go to the EPL and just shame them. Don't prove yourself. Go there and go shame them. You understand? So, yeah. Honestly, if he doesn't stay in PSG, either Man City or Barcelona, I don't mind. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. That took a lot longer than I expected, but appreciate it. Um, Rookie, let's ask you. This is your own person. uh, Eden Hazard. <laughs> Asking for a friend. A Chelsea <laughs> legend, by the way. I just want to throw that in there. Uh huh. What about him? Rookie, where Crystal Palace. Rookie, where should he go? go? Come on now. <laughs> you know the game we're playing. Uh huh. Where should Hazard go? And your sound has gone really low. Did you like run away from your uh, mic no. or something? I sorry. I like change. Is it better? Yeah, you're changing position. No change positions on us, please. The pause. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so Hazard. That's a difficult one, to be honest. You know what? He should go back to uh, League Yeah. Do you have a club in mind, or you should just go back to the league and play for all 20 teams? <laughs> Claremont. Um, I feel like he should go to Leo. And go back home, homecoming. Back home, yeah. Okay. Honestly, I don't see him doing much else to be honest for any team. So he should go back home, you know. Hmm. I think he'll ball out in the EPL then. Yeah, I was about to say that. I, I it's hard for me to imagine him doing well right now because I haven't seen him do well in a while. But I mean Coutinho was doing you nothing at Barcelona. Him do well the whole time he's been at your club. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. facts, facts. But Coutinho was struggling at Barcelona and he stepped foot at Aston Villa all of a sudden. The guy's like one of the best players in EPL just like that. So Time intensity. Yeah. Oh god. I was very shocked by that. I was not expecting I mean, Coutinho like, to be you, that successful. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's yeah. the levels, right? It's like when you go down to 
the, mm. a certain level, you just stand out. Mm. You understand? Mm. With the media and mm. the hype and all that stuff, you just mm. you just stand out. <laughs> now, I just think Hazard, I mean, Hazard hasn't been at his best in a long time. Let's not forget, the guy went a whole calendar year without doing anything. Um, Like, the, y'all did not play him yesterday. No. He hasn't played in, like, we have a bunch of guys that have not played in, like, seven games in a row or something crazy like right, that. Right, but this he doesn't is somebody that you spent £160 million pounds on in the final year of his contract, and you're pretty much your biggest game of the season. He doesn't play? Like, nah, the guy is not good. Like, he's not coming back to do anything in the EPL. Send him to Crystal Palace, bro. Again, I just go back to that Cosino example. I can't argue with you because, like I said, I don't have any evidence to say, hey, go watch what he did last week. But... I thought Coutinho looked like trash, and I saw him go to the EPL, and he was fine once he was back where he was comfortable. So, mm, but the thing is, Coutinho wasn't trash. I just felt like oh, he was trash. Oh, he was trash. <laughs> he I was just... trash. <laughs> Yo, do you see the guys Barcelona was playing over him? All those A B A B C D E, all those guys, <laughs> yeah. they were playing over Coutinho. Coutinho was healthy. Yeah, but Ernest just... keeps saying they were injured. Like Coutinho was healthy. No, 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 he was. Abdi is allowing the Moroccan international. So, Yo, I saw so many 19-year-olds play for Barcelona and Coutinho was just on the bench. Like, Milias, has pace. We needed pace. <laughs> yeah, so... But, okay. Um, yeah, I really think at a... Like, seriously, with Hazard, I, I just... I don't see it. Okay, well, I'm I'm really pulling for the guy, man, because the guy suffered a lot from all you internet trolls. And... No, he suffered from y'all, but okay. Who's y'all? Madrid. No, nah, it's not Madrid that did anything to him. He just didn't show up the right way. Um, but you okay. Stop signing prem players. You're doing the same thing to Bill. They're just like, they don't like Madrid for some I reason. mean, Bill did well for a while. He just okay, got okay, tired. Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy had a, has, his, has had a good Real Madrid career. It just ending on a sour note. Yeah, um, you want more trophies than a bunch of your legends. That's the second point. Yeah, I just said he's had a good career. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I just, then I just felt like I had to put it there that he's one okay. more. He's one more champion. Oh, listen, I'm thankful for the time and the things he's done for us. You know, Champions League, like he's done work. Yeah, I can't hit on Bill. Um, real quick, let's play. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Thank God. Let's play a little game of fact or fiction, real quick, before we turn our attention to World Cup qualifiers because we have some big games coming up. Um. We'll talk about it. You know, that's in the business. They say that's a tease. So you can go on commercial break right here, but we don't have commercials yet. Um, fact or fiction. Rookie, I'm going to start with you. Just tell me if it's fact or fiction. You can explain if you like to. You don't have to. Um, Barcelona is back, and they're going to win La Liga this season. Fact or fiction? <laughs> You're a troll, first of all. Um can I break up my answer? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Barcelona is back, but they're not winning the league this season. Okay. Everybody's with Bar. Oh, I love it. Barcelona is back. Awesome. All right. Ernest, Ancelotti's job is at risk. Fact or fiction? <clears throat> um, it depends on what happens. In- okay. I have to- it has to be fact or fiction, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> It is a risk. Risk, risk is a very broad term. 
Like, I'm at risk of dying when I go. When I oh die. my god, just get out of yeah. here. This is like when Emeka said Norwich is trying to win the league. All 20 teams are competing for the league. All 20 teams are competing for the league. <laughs> no, because I was really stressing myself out with variables. And at the end of the day, if you're saying risk, it, I, I can fall pretty close. What I was going to base it off is right now, if Chelsea going, we're really watching that game. And, and they see what they have <laughs> they, to pump. they can really pump <laughs> like, they, they can really do something very damaging to him and all the players mental health and hey. Perez doesn't look like <laughs> Perez doesn't look like somebody who like like he looks like those kind of guys who like well, what, what will my friends say about me that the typical <laughs> the typical African thing yo club without an owner to come and borrow seats on Man City's plane to come to your stadium for free and pump you. That would be really bad on him. He does I think I feel like he he really hate the bad press. And then if there's also a cascading effect like let's say they drop six points and they end up winning La Liga by maybe just five points or four points, it would not be as convincing as hmm. Perez wants him. He Perez would really consider it over the summer. I feel like it's one of those things that Perez Perez is a bit more sly than Laporta. <laughs> so it's one of those things that if and if someone is available in the summer, Perez will be talking to him. And if they strike a deal, we we'll just go to Ancelotti and tell him to leave. Or then mm-hmm. or then if nothing's available, he'll just be quiet the whole time. So yeah, if things go if if he doesn't turn a corner real quick, at least lose to Totti respectably and dominate La Liga to the end, Perez might pull something quick on him. So yeah. That's a fact. He's always and then so I'm actually I'm actually surprised you you said Perez is the kind of guy that doesn't like would you would you call it doesn't like to be embarrassed like I feel like he's been embarrassed a lot in his career, bro. <laughs> he doesn't like it. It's happened. It's happened way more times under Pep and the. Even club at some, you know, it's happened with six two five zero five zero four guy. Come on, bro. Ajax came over there and beat him. Like, he's been embarrassed a lot of times. Anyways, that's besides the point. Yeah, no, I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. I think you're being so funny, but every time he is embarrassed, he tries to avoid it, right? Like to Ernest's point, he's always going to try to make sure that it doesn't. Keep it doesn't happening. get worse. Yeah, that's true. But it's, it still happens though. Yeah, 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 right, right. Oh, of course, all the time. Um, Mandem, Liverpool will win at least two trophies this season. Fact or fiction? Mm-hmm. They're in it for four right now. They're still alive in everything. So they're in it for UCL, the league, FA Cup, mm-hmm. and what else? I think they already won Carabao. Yeah. yeah, they already won. Okay, so they already have one trophy. Yeah. I'll say fact. Mm, which one do you think they're going to win? Uh, I mean, they can, they can win the FA Cup. <laughs> but not yeah. Champions League or the league? Uh, the league is, is going to be tight. Uh, I think I still favor City over over um, Liverpool, Liverpool for, for the league. But I only said the last time I was on here that it's not, it's not to the point where we can just rule it off and say it's for City. You know, I remember when George was making that argument that City, like, uh, like runaway leaders, so yeah, I'm like, no, we can't rule that out. But I, I still favor City, uh, winning it over Liverpool. So sometime maybe the FA Cup, we'll, they can do it that one. Okay, so, yeah, okay. That, that could be fact. All right, fair enough. Um, George, Bayern are favorites to win Champions League. Fact or fiction? 
Oh, fiction. I don't Who's see. Who's your favorite? Uh, <clears throat> see, Bayern, the way they're looking right now is um, they experiment a lot. Right, I've I saw them one time playing with the three back. Like they've been experimenting a lot. I don't know why what the Nagelsmann guy is doing, but I just have a feeling that even in the Champions League games, like yeah, they blew out their group stages. You know, they won every single game in the group stages, but like, um. I think their last game, they tied the first game, right? They tied the first yeah, game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The first, like, Salzburg. So the, Salzburg was supposed to beat them, too. Salzburg got a lot of chances where they were supposed to convert, but they didn't. And then um, they showed up in the next game. So I just I just feel like they're going to slip up at some point. They're playing, who are they playing again? Um, I think Atletico or Miami. No, no, no. They're playing Villarreal. They're playing Villarreal. Villarreal. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> 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 yeah, nah, to be honest like i feel like yeah i just i just i just have a feeling that you know because they have nothing to lose Villarreal really has nothing to lose they're just gonna go out there and just unai everyone just that's the thing i just can't trust the guy over two legs you understand I, I feel like he could beat bayern in spain but then bayern would just go there and just like you know destroy him in germany but um yeah, I don't see them winning it. I just feel like they'll slip up. They they have that in them. They're gonna slip up. Okay. Um, so who do you think are favorites to win it? If you had to say like right now. Uh, I mean, obviously, right? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> obviously, uh-huh. obviously, Man City is going to you know win it. If Man City does not win it, uh, I'll, I'll bet. I'll bet on um. <laughs> I'll bet on uh I'll bet on uh Benfica to to make it all the way. <laughs> wow. Okay, thank thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. Thank you, um thank you. Rookie, uh fact or fiction, Tammy Abraham banging goals at Roma is bad for the Syria as reputation. Wait, what? Yeah, I come on. Yeah, um fiction. Fiction, okay. Fair enough. Yo, I just thought, you know, some people would say he struggled at Chelsea and now he goes to Roma and he can't stop scoring. But he was banging in the yeah. championship, And no? Lukaku was uh, banging him in at Inter and we see what he's doing at Chelsea. Yeah, well, I mean, that, exactly. that, that, I yeah, think that makes the to point. my point. <laughs> like, why yeah, ask? But, like, <laughs> Dolapo, Tammy Abraham was banging in the championship. I think with Leeds, no? Was it Leeds? I don't know what team he played for, but he yeah he did well in championship. Right even his first season with Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea he, was good. he was still scoring. Yeah, and even did, like the last season when, when yeah he scored when he, when he played. On. Yeah, he scored when he came yeah, on. Yeah, that that shouldn't be fictional because like <laughs> wait no it's no, fiction. That that should be fiction. I mean, because yeah, the guy scored that bad. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Like I'm trying yeah, to agree I with thought, you. I just got you know, it wrong. I've always been on Tammy's uh, side. I felt like. Yeah, um, Tammy's not bad. People were being really harsh for yeah. no reason. Yeah, because he was black too. Let me ask: Would yeah. you guys, uh, rookie, would you take Tammy at United, like in the summer? No. No. Okay. I mean, you guys need a striker, so I'm just thinking it might fit with, with Musa Dembele. We'll take him at Ghana, though. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much for setting it up. It's like you know exactly what I have written here. <laughs> Let's go, Ernest. The next one is for you. Victor Osimhen is the best African striker right now. Fact or fiction? Victor Osimhen? Yeah. Uh, wait. 
So I guess we are counting Mane as a winger. Yes. He's been playing down the he's been playing down the center pretty recently. Who is this other competition? Abu Bakar had a really great tournament, but he's mm-hmm. pretty much done. I mean, just by deduction, you know, there's not that much competition. I don't think it means much. I'll say I'll say Aubameyang is being better than him right now. So mm. I'll, I'll actually yeah, I'll stick with Aubameyang because he on top of the on top of recent form, improving his he still has it. He's also been there, done that. So I'll stick with Aubameyang. He's come back. Okay, so you're saying that's fiction? Yeah, fiction, fiction, fiction. Okay. Almost had you there, but okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so as I kind of alluded to earlier, we have some big World Cup qualification games coming. Um, it's you know head to head over two games, beat the team in front of you, make it to the World Cup. Um, so we're gonna predict some of these games. They're happening this weekend, I believe. Uh, you know Friday through like Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so let's start with the big one: Ghana versus Nigeria. Um, so what I want you guys to do is give me the score for the first leg and then tell me who ultimately makes it to the World Cup, right? So those obviously could be kind of contradictory because the team that wins the first leg doesn't necessarily go to the World Cup, right? I know we all understand. George, I'm going to start with you. Ghana versus Nigeria. I know you're Spanish, but tell us what you think the score is going to be and who makes it to the World Cup. Thank you, Delapo, for telling our viewers where I'm from. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but um, following African football, um, you know, I could say, you know, based on history, that Ghana has, you know, done a lot more for African football at the World Cup <laughs> than <laughs> any other nation. Like, let's be honest. Like, you know, in 2010, when my country won it, Ghana, <laughs> Ghana, went, Ghana almost made it to the semifinals, if not for Suarez. Understand, mm. so um, I just want to see that spirit again. Um, I you know, the next world cup, um, so ultimately, I want Ghana to qualify because it will be nice, right? It'll be nice to see them there. I feel like in 2010, they could have they should have gone further than they did, so it'll be nice for them to you know be at the world cup again. So, for the first, like, NS has this whole thing with. Uh, the Babayawa Sports Stadium and me, I don't know. Like Ghanaians don't even know who is playing for Black Stars on Thursday. That's a crazy point. <laughs> They've not released a squad, but for some reason, you see the players, right? You see, you go on social media, you see them taking someone. Someone is taking a picture of them on the plane. Like you're like, yo, are you like, are you gonna be, you know, playing for Ghana or you're going on vacation? Which is it? Understand? So we don't even know. Well, Ghanaians don't know who. Um, <laughs> It's gonna play for them, but um, it will be nice. It will be nice if Ghana qualifies. So the, for the first leg, I'm gonna say um, Ghana is gonna win, uh, two zero. Ghana will win two zero, mm. and then ultimately qualify for the World Cup. Hey, okay, okay. Uh, we're ready for them. Okay, uh, rookie, what do you think? Ghana versus Nigeria. I think the first game is going to be a draw, one one. Mm-hmm. Okay, who makes it to the World Cup? (laughs) (laughs) Don't be afraid. Stay it with your chest. (laughs) Don't be afraid. Stay it with your chest. (laughs) Who 
Say it with your chest, though. I'm going to say this thing. You guys are scared. I'm going to say this thing. Whoever is meant to be there will be there. That's, okay, we actually we need an answer. Come on, this uncut ID. <laughs> no, no, who's who's gonna you make your answer, rookie? Please. Who's you could even be like George. George didn't even say Ghana was gonna make it. He said he wants Ghana to make it. Like no, I mean I said it would be nice if Ghanaians are the World Cup, right? <laughs> for the Spanish person, yeah, my, my people already qualify. <laughs> so I heard my people already qualify. I hope that. My, <laughs> um, oh man! So with, with all this vim, with all this vim that Nigerians have, yeah, they don't. They are, yeah, actually, bro, yeah, bro. <laughs> I hope that my ancestral people of Nigeria mm, streets are cold. People are denouncing nationality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Claim Spain. I now it's your ancestors yeah. there from Nigeria. I know you. Um. Okay. Let's see. Ernest, what do you think? Ghana versus Nigeria. I know Ernest knows a lot. I don't want to say what I think because it's not pretty. But what I want. Ah, guys, <laughs> what is this what I want? Like, <laughs> what do you think? Let the people know what to expect. If I'm like right now, the way the thing is looking, I've been really following this match and Ghana throughout the qualifiers. And it's not really looking good in terms of like being organized, in terms of having a plan, in terms of having time to adjust to the plan, in terms of even like getting people on board. So my only hope for what I want to happen is that, what's it called? For, by some miracle, Chris Hutton and Otoado, our new coach and advisor, get the tactics like spot on and the players are bought onto it and they go in and the Ghanaians, for some reason, <laughs> are so negative nowadays. Fam, it's so sad. Like, the fans, the atmosphere around is just so defeatist right now. Mm. I just hope when they go to the stadium, they actually turn up because we do have some really good fans who like show out very passionate. They support the team. They make they give the atmosphere. I remember when we beat Egypt six one. Like my dad was at the stadium and I saw the highlights and all that. Like the stadium was rocking. I just hope that those people come to the game and not the people I've been seeing on the internet because it's so negative for no reason. Like mm. you can't be perfect, and if things are going bad. You have to still get up and show out. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, have That's you have to still get up and show out and show it. Not like, oh, yeah, bad. Like, it's so horrible. So I'm just praying that the fans get up and root for their country and make it the atmosphere that it can be. And then Chris Hutton and Otoado get the tactics right. If that happens, which is what I'm going to go with. I don't want to think about the other <laughs> likely situation. All of those things are very unlikely to happen at the same time. If that happens, I think Ghana can beat Nigeria. I'll say 3-1 or 4-1, but I'll go with 3-1. <laughs> and then second leg, maybe a 2-1 to Nigeria and Ghana goes through. Wow. So you did all that talk like you were scared and then you said 3-1 or 4-1. Like, you, damn. Like, I dropped so many conditions because, like, what I, like I said, like, what's Yo, like, when last the Ghana score four goals? Like... Oh, it's a completely different coach and 
that's what I'm saying. They have to get the tactics right. But it's a completely different coach, a completely different coaching team, to be honest. Like the guy who was supposed to be the coach, they made him. They made him the technical advisor. And yeah, I saw that. And I was confused by that. Yeah, Chris Hutton is actually with like worlds more experience than Otoado is the advisor, and Otoado, I guess, he's had more involvement in the team, so they thought it'd be better to have him relate to the players as the coach. Hmm. So he would be the coach carrying it out, and then I guess Chris Hutton is going to give him the acumen to develop okay. that plan. So. There's a lot of variables that we have to get right. Those things usually don't work out, but the fans also have a big part to play. And like, I just hope the real fans show up to the stadium. And okay, call for all real Ghanaian fans to yeah. show up right here. Um, Manda, what do you think the score is going to be? Ghana versus Nigeria, and who makes it to the World Cup? All right. Uh, yeah, it's this is. I want you to put this on record, right? Um, yeah, Ghana, Nigeria. First, like it's going to be one-one in Kumasi. Jesus Christ. Ghana is going to qualify in Nigeria 1 0. Hey. Yo! <laughs> Let's go! Yo, that would be World War Three, bro. Let's <laughs> go. Don't let it record. Record. the stadium. Look, whatever the. What, like, I'm telling you, whatever this score line is going to be, the qualification is going to be done in Nigeria. Ghana will qualify inside of Nigeria. Hi. No cap. Wait, wait, hold on. Rookie, I, got, I have a question. Was Mandem the guy that said he thinks United was um was gonna win the league this season? Nah. <laughs> no, oh, I okay. never said anything. I, like that. I actually don't remember who said that, but it wasn't him. Okay, I th- it's probably Roland. George, probably behave Roland. yourself. But oh, I yeah, just, behave yourself. I, no, 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 Manda, I just wanna, I just wanna. <laughs> you wanna know how much he believes? Yeah, I just wanna be sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Thank you for that. I know that was the one one and one zero. Um. But yeah, no, I think Nigeria is going to make it through, man. Nigeria is the better team and should make it through. Obviously, over two legs, anything can happen. Based on the players they have, based on the results stop, they've stop, gotten, stop, like, stop, stop. it's not really a point to argue. Like, well, I'm, Ni- Nigeria is the better team. My, but my the better team doesn't always win. We know that. Um, okay, let's predict Egypt versus Senegal. Uh, Rookie, I'll start with you. Where's the first leg being played? I want to say in Egypt, but I'm not 100% sure. I also think that one's going to be a tie, to be honest. Um, but I see Senegal winning the second leg and going through. I don't see Egypt uh, going through. All right, give us a score for that first leg, just for fun. Oh, both teams can't really score, so 1-1. One, one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, nah, Senegal can actually score sometimes, though. They sometimes, they do some things, yeah. Like, I'm not expecting them to, I guess, is what I need. Yeah. Okay. Manda, what's the score? I know you have the vision. Hey, you're really seeing things, man. You can see things. Uh, ultimately, Senegal is going to make it. Yeah. Um, yeah, ultimately, uh, Senegal will make it to the World Cup. But for the scoreline, if Egypt is playing Senegal at home, I think it could... More, actually, Senegal is going to win both legs. Oh, okay. Yeah, both give me legs, a score. Senegal give me numbers. I'll, I'll take two word. Two Senegal. One. Yeah. Okay. Nice, Ernest. What do you think? Hold on. Let me see where the first game is going to be played. 
I'm pretty sure it's boys. Egypt, man. I wrote, I wrote yeah, Egypt. Yeah, yeah, see, okay. me camera, we are my shoe. Something's happening to you, George. Like, what I'm preaching right now, I'm seeing it in the skies, bro. Don't let them come back and... Rookie will come back and come screw record. Nobody's like, coming anywhere. Rookie denounced her own nationality today. I did not. Even me, that over here, I can stand and say that America has taken my Ghanaian citizenship away from me. I still support Ghana. And I'll still boldly say, gladly. See how lies. You were talking about ancestors. Yeah, honestly, I'm very disappointed in Rookie, man. I thought she would do more. Rookie was talking for ancestors. Just unbelievable. Just, just get to post photos of, of a Spanish passport in the group chat. Oh, yeah, my Spanish passport. Did you see it? You also is, right? I'm, I'm a dual citizen. Spain yeah. and the U.S. So, uh, yeah. you're disappointed in me, but you're listening to this nonsense. What do you mean? I I showed you the passport, did I not? You showed me a picture. You, you didn't show the inside of anything, so we don't know. See the inside. Yeah, can you, can you us Yo, the critics. Because we don't need this energy, <laughs> Kumase. Please, <laughs> we don't need this energy, Kumase. <laughs> Those of you going to watch the game, but um, back to my question. Um, home and away. So definitely. There was this meme that pulled that pulled up when Egypt when Senegal beat Egypt. Like money was whispering something to Salah in Salah's mm-hmm. ear, and they said he was telling him, "You can have the stats, but I I will always have the streets." <laughs> and that's literally Sadio money for you. That he's a hero of African football, and mm-hmm. he I feel like so many of us, maybe sub-Saharan Africans, so maybe we are just maybe it's just the bias I'm seeing from that side, but people just trust Mane from that part of the world. We love him. He's such a solid character and I basically, he's basically one of my favorite players. I think he's world class. So all of that to say, I want Senegal to go through. I think they will go through. Um, Egypt have not, Egypt are actually not that good. They defend very well and they seem to be very technically sound. They are organized in their defense and all of that and they try and count on Salah to make Something happened, but Senegal are just too powerful. Even the defense that's going to stop Salah. You have Mendy in goal, you have Koulibaly, you have Drisa Ganake. Man, Senegal are going to. Uh, I guess the first leg, which we are predicting, is in Egypt. If, at most, I'll give Egypt a narrow win, so maybe a 1 0 or a 2 1. But Senegal, Senegal will finish them at home. Okay. Nice. Uh, George, what do you think? George, if you're speaking, you are muted. Okay, okay, sorry guys. I was saying I, w- I want to see I want to see you know melanin. You know, if, if it's an African, I want to see melanin. You know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like racism, <laughs> colorism. I'm just saying, man. Senegal has to go through just just for the sake of the culture. I'm supporting my West African. Oh, I'm supporting the West African country. <laughs> I'm supporting the West African country, so I want like Senegal to make it through. Okay, what do you think the score is going to be that first? Um, the first leg, I'm looking at like a 1 0 uh, game, second leg, probably 0 0. 
Who okay, one zero for Senegal oh, then no, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I think Egypt is gonna win that first leg, but Senegal is gonna make it through. That's that's the vision I have. Um Okay, fair enough. And then let's let's do one more. We don't have to give scores for this. Just tell me who you think is gonna make it through. Cameroon, Algeria. Um, Ernest, I wanna start with you. Who makes it through? Cameroon, Algeria. Bro, Cameroon were cheating throughout that tournament, man. <laughs> if, they Yo. Can, if they can keep that same energy and all of a sudden when the Algerians get down the bus, they just <laughs> they have them. COVID. They just spray COVID through the vent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only reason Salah didn't get it because like maybe the Egyptians saw ahead and said, Okay, we are gonna be at Hotel Kabimba and then they went to Hotel Kalanga. They went to a different hotel. <laughs> so they went and sprayed so COVID to the event and they were in a different place. That's, I think that's how they dodged it. But that was just crazy. I haven't seen them play against a team without seven starters injured in a game that means something. Algeria are also pretty good. So I would I would tip them. I think I think Cameroon would be very good at home. This would be a tough one. Cameroon can beat them like by two goals at home. But that's my vision. That, that COVID thing just rubbed me the wrong way, man. I actually I, I don't want them in. in a, and I, 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 I'm, I'm counting on Marius and his boys to, 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 to see it through. Okay. So you have Algeria going through. Uh, Rookie, who do you have going through? Cameroon or Algeria? Um, I'm going to give it to Cameroon. Hey, okay. I'm going to give it to Cameroon. Ah, George, Cameroon, Algeria. Who do you have? No, I have Cameroon. You know, Eto is now the, you know, um, what do you call it? Yeah, president. President. You right. know, well, soccer football president. So I want to see him succeed, and you know, I, I you know, I read some of his ideas, and I'm like, okay, this is revolutionary for you know African football. So mm. it'll be a better stage for him to like, you know, go to the World Cup, and also, you know. Do more, do more. I don't know what I just okay. said, but like, oh um, yeah. <laughs> yo. So if if Eto does a good job in Cameroon, you know, sustainable football, yeah, 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 developing players, yeah, would you um would you be happy to see him come to Barcelona for a similar type role? Why not? We had Clivet at some point, right? Why not Eto? You feel me? Okay, okay. I would support Barcelona if you did that. Yeah, for sure. I think it's probably gonna happen. Um. You know, that's also one good thing. If he does really well with Cameroon, you know, he can most likely gonna get a job at um <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona, okay. So, yeah, I want I want Cameroon to make it through. Um Okay. So yeah. More melanin, right, fair enough. More melanin. Mandem, Cameroon or Algeria? Cameroon. Cameroon, yeah, everybody knows Cameroon's gonna make it through, man. Abu Bakar, another Popo player is gonna show up and no nope. can't wait to see him at the World Cup, man. Nope. Baller, underrated player. Are we gonna talk about the European teams or no? Uh, no, I wasn't going to. You know, we, we don't care about them. All, all the games are actually pretty like straightforward. Only the Portugal game might be kind of interesting. Um, I think Portugal plays Turkey, but Portugal should also be able to beat Turkey. So, no, no, Turkey I don't talk. I about mean, they have to play Italy though. I think that's the way they're doing it this year. Oh yeah, it's like a it's a semifinal then a final. Okay, so yeah. yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens there. Um I want us to wrap up this episode now. Uncut 90 we're at 90 minutes exact. You guys see what's happening. I have full control of this then. Um Good job. 
There are no busts of the week. George does not prepare them. He doesn't have them ready. George, tell me I'm wrong. The bust of the week is Fafa. Fafa looks like the best candidates right now, but I didn't, I didn't really go through the list. Like You're that. not ready because I, I literally just screenshot no, that. I literally just screenshot that. No, no, he is the, come on, like, the guy got 15 points. Like, <laughs> he is the bust of the week. Yeah, yeah, rookie bust of the week is a failed endeavor because George does not take it seriously. No, I, I just well, I've been keeping with like the highest points. Is there something I've been there? keeping it strong for like two? Three we don't. Seasons now. We don't support positivity here. You should know that already. Um, I try to do it, but people don't. You know, they only want to talk about negative things. So, um, let's do final words. Whoa. Anything you want to get off your chest that you know you feel like this this episode would be incomplete without? Please do so. In you know a very short manner, short manner, um, Mandem, I'll start with you. Final words. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep it very short and simple. I think it's high time we start, uh, we start making excuses for certain players and certain managers. Right? Mm. If you're getting it wrong, you're getting it wrong. Mm. If you need to be fired, you need to be fired. If mm. you need to be called out, you need to be called out. It's really? high time. <laughs> it's high <laughs> time. It is high time we start babying all this players and managers and just keep making excuses and excuses for them if your team is struggling just as mine hey shout outs to you man hopefully mm. next season will be a better one mm. thanks for having me oh man i love that message so much like especially calling out the players like just enough with the excuses yeah definitely for yeah, sure are you okay? Are you okay, um, <laughs> yeah no i'm okay i'm okay man <laughs> Dolapo oh, is inspired. He's okay. been inspired by me several Yo, times. Oh, like Mandem has been my favorite person today, like hands down. You guys, I don't Let's know what the rest go. of you guys are saying. You guys, <laughs> you guys are boring me. Only Mandem is coming with the, the heat. Um, okay, George, final words are ready for you. Hey, it's Lil Pep again. I'm about to give you the final words. Um, <laughs> this final George word. has not been normal. I think I prefer depressed George. Like this happy George is <laughs> not fun. Anyways, man, my final words is going to you know El Javi with the four. Uh, FC Barcelona. We've been through a lot. You know, we've been through a lot. Um, a lot. Um, these past couple of um years, hmm. you know, we couldn't we couldn't register players. We couldn't uh. You know, we, we couldn't we, we, we go for free. We had to let uh, the greatest player ever in soccer to go to walk away for free. Um, oh a lot happened, right? But now it seems like you know we're all smiling again. It's a good times. Mm. Like now, I have to like wait two weeks. Like two weeks is a long time just to watch Barcelona play again. Like I miss those feelings, right? I miss that. So, like I'm just happy <laughs> we are back, right? I hope you know. The icing on the cake this summer. I hope he chooses, you know, our project for some reason. Um, I hope he he really, he really chooses uh Barcelona. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Holland. Um, uh, also, uh, I saw you know uh Pedri. If you feel me, Dembele and Ferran Torres are posting under his IG post. You know, hey Pedri for Ballon d'Or. You understand? <laughs> you guys are not ready. You're not ready. <laughs> Pedri is a George player. Like, you know, he was endorsed when he was playing for uh, Las Palmas. I can't wait for Pedri to go and go win Ballon d'Or. Like, go, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. It's supposed to be a long two weeks for this Madrid fans in the group chat. Um, and, guys, listen, man. Barcelona is going to win La Liga. I'm telling you guys right now. You all think I'm crazy right now, right? Now, right now, everyone thinks, oh, this is a crazy talk. How is Barcelona going to win uh, La Liga? I'm telling you this now. 
Barcelona is going to win La Liga. I'm telling you guys. Just watch. <laughs> just watch. Watch this space. We'll definitely be watching. I think it would be interesting if a title race was, you know, somehow made out of this. The I mean, boy, you saw the EPO. Come on. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's interesting. That's, I mean, I don't, obviously don't want it to be a title race. I want to win the league easily. But, you know, if it's a title race, it could be interesting for the neutrals. Um, so we'll see what happens. Shout out to Barcelona. Also, Dulapo, can I add one more thing? One more thing. I don't understand why that the Barcelona fans at the Bernabeu, why did they have to wait in the stadium when the game was over? What was going on? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, it seems like you guys were going to abuse our people. So the police have to tell them to wait in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, for their own safety. That's how But like, why? Like, we beat you guys. Like, take your sour... I don't know. Move that shit somewhere else. Like we don't, do, we won't do that to you guys. I mean, you guys will not come to complain and beat us four zero. But still, like you know, why, 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 why was that a case? Like I don't understand. Anyways, oh, it's an I mean, I think they did what they had to do, you know, to protect those fans. Um, so I'm happy that they did that. Uh, Ernest, final words. Yeah. The same Modric was asking Pedri for his jersey <laughs> at the end of the game. Pedri said, I don't want that black jersey. Like, you can keep it. Apparently, Modric is still looking for it, trying to help him. We have Pedri's contact. He said, Javi pulled up. He gave, changed Couture's diet. He said, now Couture only eats at Wendy's, four for four. <laughs> Yo! Bro, there's a, lot, there's a lot going on, man. But... Congrats to Xavi and the boys. Um, I always knew. Some people didn't know before the game, so that was a good display. Could have been more, but we've seen bad things, so we take it. Um, what's it called? And my last words are to the Barca board. Please don't mess this up. <laughs> Xavi has... We have a clear plan going forward. Um, see, I see uh, still negotiating with Araujo. I see Gavi's contract has still not been renewed. He has a 50 million release clause. People are trying to buy him. Araujo's stock is probably through the roof at this point. Makeshift performance and right back. Vinny is still in his pocket. Going track location. Is that Araujo's laundry? That ass, bro. So, like, give the guy his money. Please. I don't think this Haaland thing is realistic. If the players need higher wages, give them a reasonable amount instead of getting somebody and putting him on a wage that nobody will even get half close to. And then they now start thinking about what am I worth to the club? No, nah, but Ennis, you're not offering Holland like crazy. That's the thing. Apparently... It's still crazy relative to what... Yeah, I mean, it's still crazy, but like, I don't... Apparently... You're looking at the contributions that they've been making to the team, especially if you look at somebody like Araujo, Look at somebody like Gavi, where Abde and everybody was starting. These guys were holding us up with Koman there. They've really, really held the team up. Yeah, but so, the, me, my whole thing is so I just I just got a notification that Kelsey just um got his medical. And we're about to pay the guy six point five. I think Araujo is asking for around the same amount. Like that's years. the thing. Those, those, those are the traps I'm saying. Rudiger apparently is going to Juve for six point five million. I had no idea who go for that low. It looks it looks like Alewane just wasn't interested because Matteo is a beast on the market. So just keep up the good work. You don't have to do too much, to be honest. Just make sensible decisions. 
the Dembele, the Dembele move. It looks like Xavi has cracked the code, but just be careful with that one if he has to go get a replacement lineup. Basically, less is more. You're on the right path. Keep it going. Now we have shown our class. You want to keep it moving forward. Next, you want to be targeting Bayern to catch them and maybe not give them. Ah, you don't want to win the league first. I feel like if you can maintain all of these things, the league is you unless like an upset you win the league. But I'm talking about like keeping it going to a high level. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying like for next season. Oh yeah, next season you want to be competing with Bayern. Like I think that's a lot. You we still on the last words. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) This Barcelona fans. Okay, okay, no, no. People are entering my last words. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then and then Ghana, Ghana. Good luck, please. The fans should stop this negativity. It's actually very, it's actually very stupid if you ask me. Mm. Yeah, basically giving the enemy all the power. But yeah. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for those words. Rookie, so also, final words. Fafa Fafa is not a bust. I just saw William. We know, George. William we know there's no bust. William we know is, there's no bust. Now nah, William is the buzz. The guy got eight points. But anyways. Yeah, we, we can't eight. believe you. Rookie, final words. Um my final words, Nigeria, please don't embarrass us. Hey, Wookie is trying to flip the script. Okay. I'm not flipping anything. You guys are acting like I didn't do it before. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you guys for joining and sharing your thoughts and opinions and analysis and other um nonsense that you just shared. Do you like your last words? I do sometimes, I you know. You I, I think you should. We I mean, want to hear it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we want to hear it. Is that something you if, want to tell the boys? If, if I had to give, you know, last words or final words, you know, of course, my Madrid guys, I understand right now the world is laughing. They're, you know, they think they found your weakness. Come Remember, you're in a position of power. Everything Come is good. Still have a pretty good lead in the league. You know, play Chelsea Champions League. Anything can happen. Everything is there, you know. Just relax. Don't even, don't even trip. Barcelona, that was their Champions League. They had to win. They did what we expected them to do, which is show up. Um, you guys didn't show up, but it's okay. It's okay. You took vacation early. Please come back ready to go. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. Well Hala Madrid. <laughs>